Action Park Media. Everybody, welcome back to Flashbacks. I'm Diana Stagliano, and I'm Jessica Hall, and we are so excited today because we actually have a mutual friend in. And I say that meaning like sometimes it's a person that you know, Jessica, or sometimes it's a friend of mine who comes in, and we're each, you know, organically trying to get to know that one person. But today is unique because we both know our guest. I think we actually met her at the same time. It was through some company back in the day. She was huge in the mom space. She had a blog, and she was just killing it. So this is actually. Aaron's second time coming here on Flashbacks. So when we first started doing the podcast, I asked her to come on, but I didn't know if she wanted to or not, being that she was going through a big transition in her life at that moment. She was married to um, Ian Ziering. He's on a lot of shows, Sharknado, uh, Beverly Hills 90210. I know, I should say that before Sharknado, right? <laughs> well, you know, he's, yes. I mean, he's been around, he's been an actor. He's, you know, it's, it's, it's a long time. She shares two kids with him, and when she came on, the show, they recently just announced their split. And she was very honest about how she was feeling. She was pouring her heart out and she's such a good person. And I could tell that she was going through so much. And I just love the fact that she was able to come on here and just be so real and open and honest about what she truly was going through. Because I think a lot of people, you know, have been in the same position as she, you know, was in. But cut to now, two years later, she is thriving. She is a working single mom. She is killing it at her job. And I cannot wait to catch up and find out what's been going on. For our listeners, it's been almost two years. Well, and I think today will be very different, you know, hearing Aaron today versus two years ago. And I would like to think that that's why people listen to the podcast is because you and I are very true to ourselves and who we are. And we're really honest and we share the good and the bad and Uh the funny and the ugly and everything else in between. And I think it'll be really fun for, you know, the listeners who have been here for so long to hear the transition for Aaron, where, you know, it was a difficult time in her life two years ago when she was here, but today she's walking in like a whole new woman almost. And there's so much more to Erin than, you know, her ex-husband or that life. And and she is. She's an entrepreneur. She's funny. She's good looking. She works in the medical field. Yes. And I have to just tell you, looking at her Instagram posts and stuff, I mean, she is living the life. She looks freaking amazing. I need to don't want, well, maybe I don't want to know. know her secrets because I'm, to be I'm not going to do it. I think. But I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'm not going to do it either, but I will admire her beauty. Yes. <laughs> so uh, yeah, before we bring her in and talk with her and figure out what's going on since those two years ago that she came in here, that was like a total run-on sentence, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't care, play it. Um, <laughs> sometimes you just feel like you're just tongue-tied or lost for words. I swear, I'm like, I'm smarter than this, Jessica. Come on, pull your shit together. Well, here's the thing. I think you have a history in radio. We all know that, but you know, the listeners know that. Be better. <laughs> People who subscribe know that. And I think you do a really great job. But what I tend to, when we leave here after a day of recording, I tend to think that, like, I'm kind of exhausted at times. Like, I think people might underestimate what it takes to record a podcast. You know what I'm saying? To be able to talk and be on point and to articulate and to pronounce things correctly, which we don't always do if you've been here and listening long enough. You know, Jessica and I are really terrible at pronouncing things or getting sayings straight to where everyone understands what in the hell we're actually talking about at times. But we're smart (laughs) and we're funny. (laughs) Keep telling yourself that. You know what? Rose talking, I'm pretty sure. You know what's the worst, Diana? Imagine, yes, you said I've been in radio for a very long time. It's been 10 years. And I used to host a show on Sirius XM five days a week, three to five, called Happy Hour. Live radio. Do you know how much stuff, like, if I regretted saying something or I said something out loud or I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have said that or I just mispronounced a word or, oh, my, I can't do anything about it. It was live. (laughs) I know, but in your defense, Jessica, we don't edit this show. (gasps) That is a point. Like, hardly ever. And and Sophie is our producer and she is here pretty much every time we record. Yes. And I think she'll vouch for us. She really doesn't cut our episode a lot. I don't want to cut. This is your real authentic self. And with all the mess ups and screw ups, it is what it is. And this is what I think makes like good radio. So you know I, I listen to the episodes. I, I And I don't. Some of my favorite ones are when, you know, we have had a glass or <laughs> three 
of wine, and we're just chatting about the silliest, stupidest things. Do you have a favorite episode that we've recorded before? I don't and I'll know. give you a second to think about it because I think my top two favorite are the ghost stories episode. And if you guys have not listened to that episode, I suggest that you go back and play it. Jessica and I told some of our favorite chilling ghost stories that weren't meant to be super scary, but like we legit were really scared. <laughs> and was. when Sophie comes in here, she will vouch for us. She texted us separately, guys, and said that she was listening to the episode to edit it and she was in the studio by herself and legit had cold chills on her arms. Oh, so she did say that. If you haven't listened to that episode, I highly suggest you go back and listen to that. And then my most favorite second best episode was recently. We just kind of hopped in the studio and we just chit-chatted and caught up and just told some funny stories. And those times are, are some of my favorite memories, Jessica, of being in here in the studio because I think we complement each other really well. I think we're both, you know, funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And I laugh. Uh, we have some pretty good stories back in the day. Some things that like, you can't write some of this shit. Like I have been to house parties with like sitting in rock Deerdick's garage trying on his bike helmet while I waited on my taxi cab and John Mayer was doing- Did you just say, you know what I'm taking out? I don't even care about Rob or John. You took a taxi? There was taxis? Back in the day, you used to take taxis. Can I'm you even believe that? There was an Uber. You didn't just click an app. I you had know, a Blackberry, mind you, where you have to type out the letters. Do you remember those? Deanna, sometimes I don't know how I survived. <laughs> like how just things are so much easier now to get to point A to B. Like it was a little dangerous when I think back. When you left clubs at yes. three o'clock in the morning yes. and you just wandered out to the street corner and hopped in a car? Yes. No. I listened to far too many crime podcasts to think that those are the things that we did. Oh, all the time. And by the way, I mean, I wasn't coherent all the time. <laughs> thank goodness for good people. Yeah. Well, thank goodness. I didn't take drinks from people I didn't know. Oh. Well, and I always watched I didn't my have drink. Any money. <laughs> Jessica. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, Even if time. I was really poor, I didn't take drinks from other people. No, it's not that I took drinks. But I know it's not. I mean, technically, yeah, no, you I guess, did. You know. Or also, like, you went to really cool parties because you were Jessica Hall. Oh, I wasn't and, going to like houses to, that I didn't know. Jessica, when you think of some of those times and you stumbled out of some of those hot Hollywood clubs, and for the life of me right now, I cannot remember. Can you, for some of our listeners, name out some of the hottest Hollywood clubs? I can think of like Hwood because it was in, um, you know, it was in the Hollywood Highland Center, and I actually bartended there for a period of time. Um, See, and I was a little even before that. Really? Yes. So, like, Joseph's on a Monday night was, like, the place to be. Joseph's? Joseph's. Yeah, it I was, don't remember that. Yes, and Teddy's at the Roosevelt. Oh, I was, remember Teddy's. Okay, that was pretty badass. We would sneak in there all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, towards the end of my going out, like, Colony. Oh, yeah, I remember um, Colony. Colony know, was short-lived, though. A lot of things in L.A. are short-lived. Uh, if you make it as a restaurant or a club out here... Uh, longer than a couple years, it's like unheard of. Couple of years? I remember it being a six month time span. Colony? And I'm just saying, like, a six month time span in the meaning that, like, six months was like your hottest time. From oh, the yes. point that you opened into six months, that was the hottest time that a, that a bar, restaurant, or a club was really, really. Did the kids say popping? Popping? I. <laughs> I don't know, Deanna. <laughs> but then after that, they might still be open for a year or so after, but they weren't like hot anymore. Like yeah. I remember working in Why service industry. It's I, like people fall, you know what? People just follow the trends. That's a great example. It's like, okay, everyone's going there, gotta go. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you see headlines or magazines and uh, people, celebs are going here now. Oh, we gotta go there. And it's like, that poor restaurant, give it a chance. I know. Well, here's the thing. I opened several clubs here in Los Angeles after I did The Bachelor and The Bachelorette because I had had such a long history in service industry. And I had probably at that point in time, 10 years of bartending experience. It wasn't hard for me to get a job in Los Angeles when I, when I first moved to the Hollywood area. So I opened several clubs in Hollywood in the probably year and a half before I married Steven. And oh, it is true. I know that. It is true. The first six months are like the hottest point of that club's opening. Like that's where, and even when you think about it for the staff, you know, the shot girls or the bartenders or, you know, the table girls, that's when you make the most money because the club is hot at that point. And all they have to do is drop a line to a PR person and say, hey, this is our new club. We'd like to see, here I go again, Leonardo DiCaprio come in. Here's our personal invite. He can come in. We'll take his tab all night. Just let us know how many people he's bringing in, and his stuff is comped all night long. Well, he was always on the scene. Yeah. Always. No, I partied with him. Right. In the Los Angeles area. Yeah. Right? So he would come in. We would comp his tab. 
He would be totally taken care of. He could bring in 20 people and they never said no because you know why? He was pictured coming into our club. Do you know what that did for our club? Oh, yeah. People wanted to come to our club because Leonardo DiCaprio hung out in our club. Wow. And it was the same thing with the other three bars that I opened. The other one was, it was supposed to be this like invite only exclusive bar. Like it was a really small joint. It was really quaint and intimate. But when you saw Lindsay Lohan coming through the door and Miley Cyrus, who is probably 16 at the time, you had to go into the club. How is that okay? How? I always wondered that because I've actually been to clubs. I was at Warwick. Do you remember that one? No. Okay. That was probably, I shouldn't have been going out by then. But (laughs) you were also 16 at the time. No, no, no. Meaning I think it's still around. Like I'm not sure, but that was the club that I went like, uh, that was probably like five, six years ago. Yeah. Easy. And Miley Cyrus was there. And I remember her partying and I, I was at the same booth as she was um you know me and my girlfriends and I was just like this girl's not even old enough but yeah it's Miley Cyrus so who cares but how is that still okay yeah I don't know I remember thinking because we hosted the Hannah Montana party okay at the bar that I was bartending at and Miley had obviously been drinking no staff served her so it must have been like you know a friend gave her a cocktail well, it's not or something hard to get a cocktail even if you're not sure and it. when yeah. they've rented out the entire you know so it's venue. a private party yes so it's, it's a yeah. private party she it wasn't hard for her to get a cocktail but yeah. when she left, she was visibly intoxicated. And I remember them thinking like, we have to escort her out with staff or security or something because she is underage and she is visibly intoxicated and we cannot be promoting Hannah Montana at the same time with Miley Cyrus wasted coming out. So you actually saved her. Well, I didn't personally save her because I was completely disturbed. You saved her. You know who I am. You know, I was really disturbed by that because there was a point in time where she was like dancing on the piano and twerking and she was 16 and everybody was totally okay with it. And I was like, her complete childhood was robbed. And I feel really bad about that. Like, I feel really sad for that. But that was kind of, you know, the life that she was dealt because she comes from, you know, parents who are famous. Her dad is a musician. And then she was given this life this opportunity to become an actress and a musician and everything else that comes along with it. But I don't know. I felt like sad at the time thinking she didn't get the opportunity to be a child. I love that you think of it that way. Because then, you know, other people are like, oh my gosh, it's Miley Cyrus. And you're looking at more of like, wow, I guess what would it be like to have to, you know, this is your childhood. But yet then everyone has like these really messed up childhoods and, you know, like, who knows? Absolutely. Like she at least had a famous father with money and his achy breaky heart. You know, we all were dealt a bad card in our own situation. Yeah. Maybe my my childhood was messed up in a different situation. But yeah, I just remember thinking in that point in time, like she had no privacy. She was in this club. And although everyone from the show was there and celebrating the rap of the show, all eyes were on her. And as a 16 year old, you know, I think of myself when I was 16, I had no clue how to act as a normal human being, you know, because you're still learning and you're still growing. And maybe I knew like who I was at my core, but like I still was figuring things out. Of course, you're 16. Yeah, you're trying to figure yes. out your physical. It's like puberty by that job. Yeah, yeah, like yeah you're what not a even... messed up time in your life, yeah. you know, and you think about your early 20s, like this woman had to live it all out in the public eye and still does to this day. But I have this distinct memory of watching her walk out with like security guarding her because there were paparazzi everywhere. They were taking photos of her and I thought, oh man, it's just sad. Yeah. It's just sad to me. Like she wanted to go out and have a great time tonight with her people that she'd worked for for years, her coworkers, her producers, everything else there. And she let loose at 16 and I never did that. But I just thought, oh, in a normal situation, she should have been able to leave the bar after having fun at a party. No, actually, in a normal situation, she wouldn't be 16 years old drunk at a bar. Yeah, I guess you're right. I was <laughs> so never 16 that. and drunk at a bar. You're so. not allowed to be. <laughs> yeah. I never get carded anymore. I I, oh. I know I got a thing. I'm, I mean, clearly I'm far from 21. But man, I got carded at, Va- at Vaughn's the other day. I <gasps> bought six bottles of wine and they carded me. And I was like, oh my God, thank you. That's amazing, Diana. It Congrats. must be my skin, you know, the no lines at my no I I have the lines I think she was just being polite no she no. was no oh my gosh I just <laughs> and she also called me Miss Stagliano so there's she also did? that yeah <laughs> From your ID? <laughs> well, my first and last name were on there. And then she saw that I was 40. She wasn't going to be like, oh, thanks, Diana. She was like, thank you, Mrs. Stagliano. Oh, I guess. I'm yeah. her elder. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how old was this girl that carded you? Uh, she was, I was at least 20 years her senior. I mean, she was, she was young. She was her mid-20s. Okay, okay. She was her mid-20s. Okay. And I, I also like appreciated it because I am from the South and I was always taught to say like, yes, ma'am, no, sir, please and thank you. You know, all of those things. Mm-hmm. That's just kind of how I was raised. And my friend's parents, I always address them by their first, you know, Mrs. Weinberg. Like if that was their last name, I always had a Mr. or Mrs. in front of them. And if we were instructed to call them by their first name, I always said like, yes, Miss Mary. 
if Mary oh, was okay. her first name, right? Got it. Or Mr. Dean. Like, yes. I always put that, and that's just how I was. So when this girl was like, thank you, Mrs. Stagliano, I was like, you are right. <laughs> thank you, Mrs. Young Lady. <laughs> <laughs> Give me my wine. Give me my wine now. I have to go. But you did get 10% off because you bought six. I did. Mm-hmm. You know what I find so just therapeutic? Is it, what? It feels like that's not the right word to describe this situation, but I think you will relate you. because you are a lover of wine. When you get your bill at the grocery store, you buy the little bit of food that you have, guys, and then your six bottles of wine, and mm-hmm. then you get the 10% off, and your bill goes from 230 to 130 I was like, I... Wait, $100 off? Yeah. How? I used my Kroger card. <laughs> what are you talking about? I literally was like, I'm doing so well right What's now. What's Kroger? Kroger owns Ralph's. Oh. And in California, for those of you who don't know, we have Ralph's. We don't have Kroger, but Kroger owns Ralph's. So that's when I did that. I literally was like, oh, my gosh, I am winning right now. I just saved $100 on six bottles of Chardonnay. Who wants to be my friend? Okay, on that note, (laughs) let's let's bring in our good friend, Aaron Ziering. I am officially single because of bad choices. And that's Aaron Searing. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> so we had a script here on the desk from our earlier show. So that is Erin um, being able to be a good actress and read the line. <laughs> not, so. a, not an actress. Just I thought that was the title of my show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, Erin, before you came on, we gave you a little intro. And I said you were the second guest ever to come on Flashbacks. And I remember that episode so well because you were just coming out of a relationship. You were so honest and raw and authentic talking about what was going on. Cut to, Dion and I were saying, this girl's living life. She is freaking hot. Her body is what me and Deanna strive for. And you are <laughs> um, a working Killing it, single mom. Thank you. Yes. I don't know what else to say besides that. Um, since <laughs> you got it accurately, yeah, I did. That was, yeah. that was pretty good. I don't. Gosh. I can give myself a better intro. Yeah, to vanity here. <laughs> but let's just start. Like, just how life has been. Obviously, so different. You got back into what you were doing before uh, your marriage. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not that all of a sudden you're like, okay, I'm going to go work for this like number one plastic surgeon here in Beverly Hills. No, you have experience. You know what you're doing, and how did you get to that level that you were here two years ago to now? Because it literally has been two years in March. Yeah. Two years ago, I had just decided to go back to nursing. The whole okay. article came out, needed to get a job, even though since influencers aren't considered a job, supposedly, <laughs> to people. I went back into nursing and kind of just to prove myself at the time, to show I could do something, still had something, and to make stable money. Yes. And COVID hit right at a month after I went back into the nursing field. And I was doing plastic surgery. Were you um, able to keep a job during that time? During COVID? Yeah. Never stopped working. I probably oh worked 60 gosh. hours a week through the past That's two great. years. Yeah. It was amazing. I hadn't been in it for a long time. And to suddenly get dropped back into having to memorize everything, do all these courses in the middle of COVID that I hadn't done, to now deciding that I did not want to be in the hospitals or doing any of that stuff anymore and getting into my favorite stuff mixed with beauty and all the stuff we've been doing on social media, putting that into the plastic surgery field and being able to like make everyone's faces really pretty. It's a lot yeah, of fun. I feel like you've done a really good job of like normalizing some of the things that you've done. And only, I'm sorry, not only that, I feel like you share pretty openly on your own page some of the things that you have chosen to do yourself, things that have bothered you or things that have, you know, taken a burden on your self-esteem, you know, things that you have shared very openly with your followers and your friends and people around you. And, and like, that's really awesome. I love that we have evolved to be able to just talk about things because self-care is so important and I know we all express that enough but it's like we really truly especially after the last like couple years not you Erin but I feel like I'm all going to shit like two years I need need, need to get some help now (laughs) oh my gosh I need a little boost but yeah how did you just uh, the confidence and just to be able to put it out there and you know speak to other people that have like these insecurities I think we've always put everything out there that was a part of all of our socials Mm -hmm. we've always put the mom world out there what we were doing but kind of taking that to the other extreme on what girls don't like to talk about on mm-hmm. social media is what their Botox or, or their admit fillers. It. Just admit or admit it. it. They, I yes. mean, and not everyone just uses olive oil all the time on their skin <laughs> to, <laughs> to look young. However, it was my field and that's what I'm going to share what I'm doing and also I need to share what I'm doing. Before, I probably did a ton of places that gave me free Botox as an influencer and I would never say that I went there for Botox. For some reason, I just would never admit that I was going for Botox. Yeah. I'd say I was going for laser treatments or skincare or to try their lotions, but I never wanted to admit that I went to that place for Botox. I'm like, why? It's just wrinkles. Everyone does it. Like everybody across the field is pretty much doing Botox. 
So I've always admitted it. Yeah, it's, it's a weird thing that I don't we kind think of hide behind something. Yes, I don't think it's fair. I, I did an interview recently and they're like, you know, why, you know, you put that out there. I'm like, yeah, because it's not fair when someone's looking at my page or being like, oh my gosh, I'm your age. I don't look that way. And I'm like, yeah, neither did I until like six months ago when I got injected. Right. But I don't want, I don't want to put this false advertisement out there also of myself. Like I just be like, you don't have to do it, but this is what I did. Mm-hmm. Like this is what helped me. Yes, I use great skincare. That is, I think, obviously you need, I mean, Botox doesn't fix everything. (laughs) But um, I do. I like that. I like that you're real and open and honest about it because there are a lot that just, like you said, will say some remedy. And it's like, bull crap. That's not what you use. Like, Mm -hmm. come on, let's, I mean. This magical serum. It doesn't exist. I couldn't have breastfed for four years, two years with each kid and had boobs look like this if they weren't fake. (laughs) Oh my God, we were just saying that. Dude, mine's out there too. We have been looking at ours and by we, I mean me. Yeah, I have a boob job. Girls, if you could just come up, you know, another, yeah. Gosh, an inch, inch and a half. I mean, mine fell enough and they're fake. I can't imagine for the moms out there looking and not knowing that, oh, this thinking this is something, a freak thing that, you know, a 36-year-old that breastfed for four years have boobs that are up here. And yes. round. And so, not knowing if I never said or I denied it forever, how bad can another feel? And there are feel? people that do that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, just be honest. Like, just be, I mean, that's actually, talking about the boobs, that's when I decided to, like, say, because people were like, oh, my gosh, I thought you breastfed. Oh, my boobs. And they're, like, getting down on themselves. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, if I showed you a before photo, what my boobs, same here, my last child, I breastfed for two years. Mm-hmm. And they were clearly not, you know, what they used to be. And I was so unhappy. And there was nothing wrong with getting it fixed. But I think just letting people know the truth I think just makes people gravitate you toward, uh, towards just you more. normalizing that it's okay you know yeah. it's no, okay it's... like we all get older our body changes and that's just n- what naturally happens but that it's okay to to want to adjust that it's okay to like not want to just like have your face with wrinkles or your boobs hang down to your knees or whatever it is and if you want to change that girl that's on you like good for you yeah and, and it's I, okay to make that normal Erin has that skill to do it I need to go see you you do need to come uh-huh. see me it's kind of amazing Uh I love, though, getting older because you stop caring so much. Mm -hmm. I feel like when I was younger, like admitting anything or talking about it, especially after just feeding kids for two years with your boobs hanging out everywhere. Mm -hmm. And like if something's – I'm like, oh, hey, it's just pulled that back up and doesn't matter. I'm like so much more confident that I could just walk around and not care anymore. I think because everyone has seen my top off at some point. Uh, So for me, it's like even when I breastfed my first child, I was the one hiding. Mm -hmm. Not the second. But the first, I was always like in bathroom stall. Like they didn't have what they had today, which sounds funny because I literally stopped breastfeeding two years ago, my my kid. But uh, Back in the day. I know, it's not even that long ago. Uh, but with my daughter, who's six, like, yeah, I was hiding in every place. I, I felt ashamed. Mm-hmm. And I felt like we weren't um, really normalizing it. I remember and- being on the road. Like, I'm a flight attendant and having to stop somewhere in a city and I'd be on the ground for maybe 30 minutes or an hour and I would step in to, to pump because I didn't have my children with me. I was at work. And I remember thinking, like, they didn't have a space for me at all. They'd be like, oh, you can go upstairs to the bathroom. And I would sit in the floor of the bathroom and pump my child's milk and then take it and put it on ice and take it home with me. And, like, in what world is that okay? Like, would you eat your lunch on the dirty-ass bathroom floor? Would you? No. I wouldn't either. It depends what it is. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I have definitely maybe after a few drinks on the bathroom floor and ate a sandwich. However, not not for my kids. in a normal, normal but, world. Erin, I have a question though, because we have known you for a very long time and you have transitioned your, you're an influencer, whether you like it or not, you still are. You have transitioned your page completely and you're you're growing even more. But was it hard to kind of do, I mean, you were like, when I first met Erin, I was, I just had my first kid and she was like this, the god of the mom bloggers. Mm-hmm. She really was. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't keep up with this chick. She's like, perfect. You I were mean, like making all the cutie lunches. She's perfect. And doing mm-hmm. the arts and crafts. So, but that was your And page. still looking beautiful at the same time. But you had your blog, you had your page, you had everything. And you have transitioned your page. How easy was that and how hard was it? Because it couldn't have just been that easy with the followers. And I mean, you went from one thing to another, but still kind of your lifestyle. Do you want to hear like the real story behind mm-hmm. why yes. I changed yeah, it? Or course. like the, the, the talk show version? No, no there's no story. Okay, the real story yes. is I went on a date and I realized the guy was looking at my page and it was so cheesy mom. Like I was like, I got to get out of this. I have to transition. <laughs> like, it was, 
Because <laughs> you can't just be single and out there and somebody looks you up or goes to show their friend and it's like, here's my school lunches. Like you kind of <laughs> still want to be sexy and young and you I And you are young. And I didn't want to feel like I was that mom in a minivan no, anymore that- or put that off out there. I wanted to put off that I, and feel sexy and young and feel better about yeah. myself than feeling like the divorced 30-some-year-old. So I, chan- I transitioned just because of my own issues that I wanted to look sexy. But you still kept growing. Dates. <laughs> you're, so. you're still growing. You're still being like so loved. So it was nice to have that space that still supported you. Yeah. They all stayed and supported. And then I also grew from just like the aesthetics and the business and from like the whole brand in the plastic surgery world too. So I've had a lot of people and a lot of nurses, especially during COVID and healthcare people, jump onto my page. It's also supporting each other, being like you can still be just not just a nurse, but also kind of put on the bikini stuff and go do bikini oh photo my gosh. shoots. Screw and that. So yeah, I'm not a doing few months any ago, of that. A few months ago, and I was flattered, but I was also like, no. Uh, this PR company mm-hmm. reached out to me and said, hey, this uh, this bikini brand wants to hire you and Aaron Zeering uh, to do their campaign. And I was like, ha, ah, no. <laughs> Thank you, though. Thank you. And the part of me is like, great, because I want I, I want to do it with Aaron. But then you follow Aaron, and Aaron has a body of a Victoria's Secret model. And I was like, I just can't. I can't do it. I can't. So yeah, I didn't do it. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a long story. But she is doing the campaign, and she looks awesome. And you just collaborated with them on the mommy and me one. The mommy and me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just saw that. Yeah. And the girl, you didn't do it. They were like, we need a blonde. We need a blonde. I brought in the guy I was dating's like friend. She was young, foreign exchange student. Yeah, and I she was looked like, great. She looked great. Now she's like booking all the modeling stuff with him. So Jess, thank you. You got her See? a job. See? Did you know you that story? Something. Did you know that they reached out to me? Oh, yeah, because we were CC'd on the same thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you were like, I'm not doing it. I was yeah. like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even care about the. I don't think nope. I would have done that either. No. I did recently do a bathing suit photo shoot on accident because my team didn't quite relay that to me and I showed up to this photo shoot that you know I'm like yeah this is regular you know it's fine and there's all these swimsuits at wardrobe and I was like what's this like I'm not (laughs) shaved I'm not tan I'm not anything I'm like what is going on and I just looked at her I was like fine whatever rally let's do this and you know it I think it's more in your head sometimes like you know you have to I don't think it's I don't think it's in my head what I don't want to go anywhere and put on a swimsuit let alone (laughs) a photo shoot where someone's going to be taking my photo I don't want to get in my backyard in my pool. Uh, you know what? Confidence is a beautiful thing. Like, you just have to... It's I, not a lack of confidence. It's just like, I just don't need to... I just don't need to... <laughs> That's you it. Okay, do. she's done. Do. She <laughs> finished her whole... Deanna's done. I just done. don't need to. <laughs> Got it. Okay. So you a said nice something rebuttal. interesting. You said shaved. And this has been like my whole thing lately. Shaving with bikinis and everything. They're so tiny anymore. Everything's super oh whatever. Oh my gosh. And it's like you can't even just shave anymore because there's so the bikinis are the tiniest things all over. You can't yeah. even target little kid bikinis are tiny anymore. And I'm oh, like, you would know because no. you're doing the line. So you had to obviously do some homework. Well, in becoming an aesthetic nurse, I never even thought about laser hair ever. And we had laser hair machine. I was like, wait, maybe I'll try this. And now I'm like lasering everybody. I'm like, everyone needs to like laser their bikinis. This is the most amazing Does it thing hurt? Ever. It hurts. Does it? It's worth it though. Like never Do you shaving. you have to grow it out before no, you shave it before. Oh. So Aaron, I have a question about that. I bought a like a six pack. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I only went three times for the underarms and the bikini area. Three mm-hmm. times. Saw zero difference. And then I just didn't, I didn't even care to book the rest of the appointments. You got to go like a lot. It usually takes like six to eight treatments to actually get it. So but I just have to keep at it. I mean, they're still sitting there. I just have to make you the appointment. But going, now like, that consistent. I missed. Yeah, you oh. missed. You got to go. Dang like, it. Is it true go. that it is different too for people who say have blonde hair and people who have dark hair? I don't think Jessica yeah, really has blonde hair. <laughs> 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 I like when Deanna said that. I was like, first of all, wow, thanks. And second we, of all, Aaron's going to call me out. <laughs> real quick. We look at their eyebrows. So if your eyebrows are blonde, Jessica's clearly are not. Uh, nice contrast. It's good. But is that true? Yeah. Okay, we'll take Jessica aside. I have really dark hair and really dark eyebrows. I have heard mm-hmm. that it takes more sessions for someone like me who has really dark hair, really dark eyebrows, nope. because maybe Less we're hairy, hairy people. Mm-mm. Less treatments. Dark hair and oh. dark eyes and dark like brows is usually faster. I need to. Oh. I'm just going to come see you. Mm-hmm. Do you do the whole thing? I do everything. Depends on what you want. I just want the bikini line. That's what I've been doing. What if you want the whole thing? You can do the whole thing. Yeah. Aaron will get right up right in up there. Right up in there, girl. Yep. Right up. I'll numb it all for you first. That's <laughs> <laughs> probably That's what a I very great conversation. I'm like, so how's the weather outside? <laughs> like, oh my God, look at your labia. <laughs> 
Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. But I have to stick with it. That is one thing that, okay, I was going to ask that because mm-hmm. I, I was curious. I was just annoyed that I wasn't seeing any difference. And I was like, Ugh. I've been seeing a lot of our girlfriends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I could it. name some names, but I'm not going to put them out there. So Coming in know. for their yes. bikini? The bikinis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, the bikini is amazing. I sh- I, I, yeah, I'd love to never have to get it oh, waxed underarms. Again. Imagine never having to shave your underarms. I know. Or worry about when you put your arms up that you like didn't shave yep. for a week and you're out someplace. Yep. You're like, oh, no. I did that the other day. I was playing golf and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? I'm playing golf, so what do you expect, you know? Hairy armpits? <laughs> I don't know. It just sounded good. Um, what is another thing that people come in? What is the most asked thing that women want today? Hmm, that's a good one. I feel like it's all, I mean, everyone's coming in for lips. Everyone wants lips now. Lips is like everybody. But so, Botox, people are like, and also don't tell my husband. They come pay in cash. That's a big thing too. They go to like, when you go to Target and you can get like $50 back and whatever, they collect their cash. So they never and, have to admit that they're doing it. Why? Oh my gosh, I would never, why? I wouldn't let a man tell me no. Right? <laughs> I just want to be like, yeah, okay, cool. Thanks. Nice talk. <laughs> oh, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. It's a big thing. It's what do really you put popular. in the lips? Lips? Mm-hmm. Filler. It's filler? Mm-hmm. But yep. you have to explain for people who don't know, i.e. me, mm-hmm. what is a filler? A filler is like a, just the acid that you're going to put in, and it plumps up your lips, and you can use different kinds. There's ones that go on the bone. There's ones that go in your nasal labial fold. You can do your lips. You can do like little scars in What's different areas. What's nasal, nasal labial Beside fold? your nose right here. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it stops the wrinkle. It, start, stops it stops the wrinkle, the, the yep. smile mm-hmm. line. Is that what they call Everything. it? Mm-hmm. How long does that last? A year. A year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. I so do you filler. think the Kardashians' butts are real? <gasps> I do. Really? Yeah. I but do. even Kylie? I don't think they're – I don't think it oh – I think gosh. it's definitely real. I think that they work out a ton. But I think that they maybe have done – everyone anymore does like lipo. Lipo is like yeah. a huge thing. And I, you can take that lipo and the fat and put it in other areas. So there's a possibility that they could have done that. I don't think they have implants or anything like that. I think that they honestly just like do a shit ton of squats because they're rich Wait. and can work out all day. And I think that maybe if they did anything, it would be the fat transfer. Which and everyone does fat transfers anymore. That's yeah, like, me too. Right? When I to eat nachos, the, I'm like, the you can go suck here. the fat out of the bad areas and uh-huh. then inject it into a good area. Yeah, that's what I do, Aaron. Mm-hmm. So wait, I'm like, well, here's this nacho goes here. <laughs> so this nacho goes so here. Say I suck the fat out of my stomach. I do. I have to put it somewhere. No, you don't have to. You can just get rid of it. Or you can be like, hey, I want it in my butt. So why don't it work out? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you can just pay like 20 grand and look perfect. Oh, lipo. You're talking about lipo. Yeah. Oh, man. Does it hurt? It looks yes! like it hurts. Lipo? I've never done it. I don't yeah. know. Well, you don't have to. You're so thin. But, I mean, li- but does lipo it? Lipo would hurt. When they show, I've watched some of the shows oh, on like yeah. E or something where they're showing someone getting lipo and you're they're shoving that long needle oh. in. It mm-hmm. looks painful. They wake up in pain. I think they probably up. do. They wake up in a lot of pain. I mean, I thought I was going to die when I woke up from my boob job. Like, well, you almost did. Yeah. Well, how'd you almost die? No. I, uh, no. So just I, kidding on that note. <laughs> I got um, I got a boob lift. So clearly, I th- or I just a lift, I don't know, rest, yeah. whatever you call it. But I think if I were just to have gotten implants, it would be, the recovery was obviously harder with the lift. Mm-hmm. I mean, you were cut from, yeah. and obvi- I've never had surgery before. And yeah. I you never up. had surgery before? No. Oh, wow. I woke up and I was like, holy, first of all, anesthesia was amazing. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think I ever, I don't remember a single. <laughs> I don't like anesthesia because I'm always worried because I work with all these people that I'm going to say some asshole things before Do I go they? to sleep. Oh, Do I they? know. I said. Okay. Now, Aaron, you have to share. Like, give us like some of the top 10 top top, top three 10, top, top three, three uh, funniest worst things that someone could have said like did they like tell you oh my god I'm cheating on my husband don't tell him I've gotten that usually <gasps> when they're waking up when they're waking up or that they're like biting or they know something usually it's like oh I know my man has whatever and I did this and I spent all of his money and he doesn't know and like he thought oh I just gosh. did and like I found out he was cheating and I'm gonna divorce him I'm like wow okay some girl like did a full body thing and told her husband she was just doing a nose job oh it was amazing what did spent, he like, think when she came out and then told and then was telling him the next day that like she was leaving him after oh. he paid for it I was like girl a move like a glow up after separation oh. yeah I just came out of my anesthesia like freaking out because before going in I didn't know if I was going to get I wasn't 100% sure I was going to get implants. I was just wanting to get the lift, and I didn't know. Like, I didn't know what was technically what I, even the amount I was going to get because he wanted to go under and see, like, what would, like, work well for my body. I, I, I wanted natural everything. Anyways, what if I, you woke up and had, like, double Ds? Yeah, okay. That's okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> you don't have double Ds? So, no. Oh, you like a big boobs. Do I look like 
I mean, they're so big, as we all check out. <laughs> so when I came to, I, I, I guess I, I go, did I get a, did I get a boob job? Did I get a boob job? It was like I'm literally coming out of it asking. <laughs> that was what I was asking, and then I was asking uh, for my sister because my sister got them done too mm-hmm. the same day. So I just for some it was like, you guys, like wake up holding hands. Like no, because she <laughs> yes, but she went after me because we had the same doctor, and Aww. she was like, oh my gosh, the whole thing was so funny, and she was I couldn't be more excited. But she's had you know she's had surgery before. She said. It was her second time getting her boobs in. So she was just, she was more like a kid in the candy store. And I was like, am I going to come out of anesthesia? Like, I didn't <laughs> am I gonna know. Am I going to wake up? Am I going to wake up? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, that sleep was, I don't remember anything. Mm-hmm. I, I know that's the point. That's the point. Do I, they still do that, though, when they give them the anesthesia and they say, oh, I'll count back from 10? No. Uh-uh. What do they say? Nothing. No, we always just say, tell us when you're asleep. And then you start laughing and then you're asleep. But you can't tell us. And that's always like our joke. Tell us when you fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like, okay. Oh, yeah. I just got that. Sure <laughs> thing. <laughs> That's oh it. my goodness. We're not we're not as cool as like the TV shows. So Aaron, if you could have saw your life this way to where it is today, what could oh, you tell your younger yeah. self? Like knowing where you are today, what is one thing that you could have told your younger self? Maybe words of advice mm. or maybe what not to do. I wouldn't want to tell her anything because I'd want her to like go back and just make all those really great mistakes that led to where I am today. I feel like if I'd go back, I'd tell That's her. That's a good like, answer. Like, really I wouldn't good want answer. to go back. Like I like being 36. I love that I got married super young, but my daughter is 11 and she's off for the evening with her friends going shopping and I can, my other one's going to sleepover and I don't have to hire a sitter because they're so old. <laughs> and like, <laughs> they get up in the morning and make their own breakfast. And if I want to have drinks tonight, I don't have to worry if, you know, they need something. They're okay. They're with family, other friends. Mm-hmm. And That's true. So I love, I wouldn't want to change anything. It's not I just, change. I just want to tell her she's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. There you go. Like, sure. Don't worry just about it. Yeah. You're going to be okay. To experience it. Yeah. Just yeah. like you're going to be fine. Those yeah. things make you who you are. Mm-hmm. Really. The heartaches, the, the happiness, the joys. Yeah. Everything. Maybe, maybe got to get a prescription for Xanax when you're in your 20s. So <laughs> <laughs> you can. Don't wait till you're 30. <laughs> don't wait till you're 30. So let's talk about dating, mm-hmm. dating life. Yes. We don't have to go in details, but for someone that's maybe listening and that has been married, divorced, like how – I mean, we talked about your Instagram, you know. That is another thing. Like I've never really dated in the social media world. That must be a little hard yeah. because before meeting someone, they can literally go to your page and look at everything about you. Well, and think about it. Erin just saying, you, they go yeah, back and look. You she had to switch up her page. You had mm-hmm. to switch up your page because you didn't feel sexy enough or whatever to enter the dating world, mm-hmm. you know. like. But yeah. they can also Google and they can do all that stuff. I'm just saying I feel – like I missed that boat on all of that. So how ha, has that done anything like an impact on your dating now? Like just of you know, your past, who you've been married to and, you know, your, who? No, one is L.A.? I mean, maybe if Good I point. went back to like, you know, Ohio, it'd Good be point. different. L.A. is like, ugh. Whatever. You know, every, every, every other Uber driver's dated a celebrity and been married to one. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, so oh no one God. really cares out here who I've been with or whatever, as long as I don't have like a bad reputation behind me for what I've done. And no. that's like the most important part is like, mm-hmm. you know, you've just always been a good person or whatever. For most of the people I try to date. That's a good that's point. It. They look back All and right. really, they, you can't Google anything bad about me as of now. You know, <laughs> as of this until this moment. podcast now, I'm gonna comes leave out here in 15 minutes and it could be very different, but. No, but it is true. It's I see some of my friends, uh, single friends, like my even and my cousin. He plays, you know, for hockey, and mm-hmm. it's funny because I've had a few girls <laughs> that matched with him. <laughs> Maybe even our producer Sophie. <laughs> you know, it, it it's a small world. LA mm-hmm. is a small world, and it's, I like that you said matched. Like you know what like dating apps are. I do. We've gotten some hardcore lessons on uh, Raya. Yes. Yeah, we've we've had some people who have come in and schooled us on some dating apps. We've we thought about just off. joining to see to what it would be like, you mm-hmm. know, to swipe or get. Do you matched. join as a team? <laughs> yes, so like the two of you a in a collective. picture together. A collective. <laughs> have you ever? Do you know what Raya is? I know what Raya is. Yes. Are, have you ever been on it? I am. I've never been on a dating app. Oh. I, I, How do you meet people? Like we used to, like old school, organically. Like oh, I go like at out. a bar. At a bar, <laughs> I love to go out and I love to meet. I love to just like talk. Yeah. Pretty much. But wow. I love that. Like, this is my, I'm just going to stand firm to like never getting on a dating app just so I can like have that. Never did it. Just don't want to do it. Work on your social skills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Socializing. Do you think people have much so- social skills anymore? It's like they think they do because they're like interacting with people that they've never met. I'm sure like just because they look this way or whatever, but when you actually go on a real date with them after you match or whatever it's called, like, what if it's just so, okay, well, gee, how do you exit out of this without being rude? You I would know? be the worst. I feel like that's why I don't do dating apps too is because in 20 seconds, I'm like, all right, this is not working for me. I got to go. I don't have time. Yeah, I, don't have, I, don't, yeah. I just don't. I'm have, really don't, tired. I'm like a mom. I have like my two kids. I have to work in the morning at 5 a.m. Like I don't have time for – I'd rather be out to dinner with a girlfriend. You know what would be really And that's fun? my favorite thing. I go to dinner with girlfriends all the time, so I meet – 
guys that way. Yeah. Because yeah. they see be all really you hot though? girls hanging out and they're like, I know. why don't they have any dudes around them? Let's go buy those ladies drinks. Do they still do speed dating? <laughs> oh, no. oh my God. Can we please find one though? Because how, that is the best adventure ever. How fun would that be? You know what that is? Yeah, I've never done it. Well, no. Well, I mean, I guess I kind of did on television. Yeah. In a short period of time. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, Aaron, you should be the bachelorette. Oh, they don't want me. Aaron. I would get rid of them all the first day. I'd be like, I don't like any of you guys. Could you guys here. bring in a new 15? I'm too old for that stuff, though. Wouldn't that be funny if she did? Yeah. If she came on and said that, oh like, Oh, my God, mm, and then Jessica none. and I would come on and be like, no, Aaron, talk to Jim, though. Yes, we're your He's friends. Kind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I could call do some people. Do they still do The Bachelorette? Yes. I know. I saw The Bachelor stuff. It's one I, of the longest living reality television shows ever out there, next to um, Survivor. I think Survivor is still on. So Amazing yeah. Race is doing really well. Still. Yeah, like Wait, those are like the who's top. Who's the Bachelorette three. right now? It's the Bachelor, the bachelor airing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, it's so the they bachelor. take they take turns. Yes, they usually alternate seasons. Okay. Uh, typically, it would always be two bachelors to one bachelorette, but it looks like us women are making a comeback. So okay. we're needed for a so, show. So, I have an idea okay. for the show. So if I was the Bachelorette, this is, I would be like, I don't like any of you. However, I'd be like, you're perfect for my girlfriend. Bring her onto the show and start setting up the bachelors. That's and, not a bad idea. And then keep the one that I wanted or wanted to try to date but then set up the others with my single friends and see if it worked out so I'd be constantly bringing on like my girlfriends onto the show and, and trying to set them up with the guys you would transition into like the host of the show mm-hmm. you'd be like oh I'm not here to date any of you but mm-hmm. maybe one or two if you accept two. this rose you can go on to Julie <laughs> who is here but Diana, that's not a bad idea no it's not we should For take this to all show- of our friends is yes. Kevin here? No. It's a shame he's missing mm-hmm. this. It'd be great because you immediately meet somebody and you're like, I don't like you. You'd be perfect Yeah. for my girlfriend. Yeah, and then they're not going home all sad because they still can maybe possibly have the chance at finding love. Or hook up or whatever. Yeah. I'd be like, I'd be the official Raya. <gasps> you're I'm like, yeah, but in or like tender, a cleaner way. Bumble. Cleaner. No. I thought Raya was clean. No, because I was dirty. thinking of that. I don't do you think guys... Raya's clean. We've heard some stories about it. No, mm. not just Raya. No, but do you remember that app? Not app. Uh, the, the Madison or she was like. Uh, oh, yeah. Ashley Madison. Yes. Mm-hmm. People so we, we want to stay away from that. Yes. But we definitely, <laughs> you know. We're trying to be the high class. No, but she mm. was, it was her that was setting. Oh, wait, you said cheat? Wait, what Ash- am I thinking? Ashley Madison. What was that website you could go to to cheat, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, you're thinking Isn't of where the Tiger Madam. Woods met his. I think that's where uh, I was going. But Madam. what's this, Ashley Ma- Madison? Mad- I think Ashley that's where Tiger Woods met his mistresses. Mm-hmm. You go on the website to cheat. Mm-hmm. They check Those your credentials. Thing. Yeah, and you would meet other women, and you would know, like, oh, I'm, I'm screwing this. Is married. there like an NDA? I don't, I don't know. know. Uh, clearly I mean, they not. They she Tiger sued. Woods' marriage. Yeah, it, they got sued. Wasn't they there multiple down. women in the Tiger Woods things? Yeah. Are they all from Madison? I don't know. I think there were multiple women, but I think there was one one woman in particular who blew the lid off of everything. Oh. One woman in particular. I like that we know the gossip and I heard that most of them are waitresses at Sofitel, so doing <laughs> that. <laughs> we're, we're clearly in the know. In the know, obviously. Wow. Throwing rumors out there. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. We're learning so much here on Flashbacks. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, Erin, what is, just in the last year, we're kind of reminiscing about, you know, 2021, now we're on the new year. What is your most favorite flashback from last year? From last year? Wow. It was like two weeks ago. It was like two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, wow. Wow. Last year was a solid blur. I worked. I went home. I had a cocktail. It went back home. Um, I think my favorite of 2021. I like I didn't do. I mean, I did. I went. I think I went to Mykonos for the first time. I oh, saw that. Like, How yeah. was that? Beautiful. That was like the most insane thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, it's it was really just beautiful. Like, Tell us a little. You just. I don't. I don't. It's like it's certain. hard to do a, just to describe it. Like the houses that are Have whitewashed. You yeah. Oh yeah. It's Gosh. truly like a very magical city, and like the nightlife itself is so lively. Like you can go into any bar, or any There's club, not just and party there. It until, just goes until it yeah. just continues for days. Yeah. Like no one. It just. I've never seen anything like people just don't stop for like days on days on days. I'm like, I'm a sleeper. I need to sleep for like 12 to 15 hours a oh, day. Oh, there you go. And so I was like, what is happening here? It's just people just kept going. I love the energy though. Yeah. It was amazing. Where do the people mostly travel from that yeah. are there? LA. Are you serious? <laughs> like all of LA was there. I get there. We had seven. Diana was there. Madison. At oh, the same I time. Land, and I'm like, I see Diana at Mykonos Airport. I was like, where are we right now? That I oh, literally had, so I knew 70 people. We had a, we had a like house. 70? 70, 70 people from LA were there. We had houses of 10, seven houses of 10. Oh, oh my you gosh. know what? I take mm-hmm. that. I, I did know because when I saw that you were there, I followed quite, a, you know, well, we must follow the Similar same people. people. And yeah. I was like, what the heck? Everyone is there. I was like, maybe it's like a rave or something. <laughs> <laughs> 
So they rape. all signed up and they were all on the same plane. <laughs> well, it was weird, but I did. I remember yeah. I was traveling that same day, but I think I was going um, to San Jose. No, I was <laughs> not. Mykonos. I saw my plastic surgeon, though, in line and he's like, you know, he looks like a little influencer himself. And I was like, what are you doing? And he was like, I'm going with my bros to blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, gosh, that's nice. Where was I going? Probably like Disney World. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember where it was, but I did. I saw him. I saw Diet. I did. Mm-hmm. All of, yes, you yep. are right. Yep, it was insane. It is I, not easy to get there. I couldn't even meet anybody outside of LA. Everywhere we went, every club, it was completely taken over with just tables from LA. I felt like I was in LA. Just, it could have just been. Did you see here. Lindsay Lohan? Doesn't she have like a place there? I did not see Lindsay Lohan. Or is that Lohan. not real? I don't know. That's weird you brought that up. She just popped up in my feed the other day, so I clicked on it, and she does have she one. She has some place in, like, yes. uh, Greece. Like, I'm pretty sure I thought it was, like, Mykonos it or is, something. I she runs, like, is. a day club. Or maybe they just use her name. I'm not sure. I'm sure, you know. But. Yeah, no one's really talked about her in a while. Uh, well, that's <laughs> good <for> her. <laughs> that's the days I went out. When Lindsay Lohan, Paris Hilton, all those girls, those were the days. Those were the cocaine early. off the back of the toilet in the You know, club. those were the days that I remember walk, seeing these. If those girls were at a club, that was the club to be at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So before you came on, we were talking about the club scene. And oh, yeah. uh, she opened up quite a few clubs bartending. Do you Did oh. you miss that? Because you kind of like, I feel like when you first came to L.A., you, you got married. You had kids right away. You did no, I was out. You still went out? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. What was the club to be? My house. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I remember yes. my house. And everyone thinks it's my house. And I'm like, they're like, what club did you used to go to? I'm like, my house. And they're like, because I have people over all the time. So people like joke that my house is like the spot. And I'm like, oh. and so I'm like no, there was a club called my house. It was house. Like on a corner, right? It was on like the, a corner yeah, of um, La Brea in Hollywood. I'm pretty sure that's where I saw John Mayer doing yoga at the after party with Rob Dyrdek. Okay. We went to my right, house that night. Sense. Yeah, we our my my girlfriend's brother was like a club promoter or something like that, and we ended up at my house at one of the tables, mm-hmm. and they just positioned us right next to John Mayer and Rob Deerdick, and then the after party was at Rob Deerdick's house, and you went. Yeah, of course. of course. I mean, I was in it for the pizza. Everybody else was trying to bang John Mayer. But <laughs> mm. I was just trying to get an after I was after probably meal. over there on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> you were watching John Mayer do I the like, yoga. I was waiting for the, the pizza to be served. Because <laughs> your body is a wonderland. Yeah. <laughs> he was sitting in the center so, of the floor with I was one telling, behind his head. I don't know if you were in L.A. at the time. Joseph's on Monday night was the place. That and Teddy's at Roosevelt. Oh, Teddy's. Yes. Mm-hmm. But Joseph, that place was I'm t- I, first of all, Monday night is so weird, but I'm tw- I was going there. I was like 20, maybe. But everybody, I mean, every this was like early 2000s. So like Justin Timberlake and Britney, when they were together, they were there. Like there was. Were they even old enough to be there? I know. They weren't even like 21 when they were dating. If I'm 20. Then, oh, Why were you out at 20? Because I live in L.A. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she's. She's, what, two years older than me. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, they were definitely – but no one cared then. You're talking about Miley yeah. Cyrus being 16 yeah. at a club. No one cares. Yeah. This is the conversation I had with my girlfriends the other night. Where So I have some friends that are in their 40s that are single, and we all go out. And we have some girlfriends that are 23, 24 that I go out with. And we're all between the ages of 23 and 45, and we're all going out together. Okay. And no one really notices that big of an age difference, and everyone's really cute, the whole thing. So it doesn't look like there's a 20-year age gap between some of the girls. Yeah. We're realizing that in eight years, we're going to be running in – if I'm – I'm not even going to be in my early 40s. If I'm going out, I'm going to be running into my daughter at the nightclub. <gasps> We're oh. just never even thought about it like, like Mom, that. Mom, oh my God, like go home. But that's the straight. difference between us and Aaron could go out with these 20-something-year-olds and she'd be like, oh yeah, I totally fit in. You and I would go out in like our Adidas tennis shoes and our t-shirt and be like, oh shit, we don't belong here. You know what? I could, I could, <laughs> no, I not could class me. it up. Not I me. could, I could dress the part if I need to go out. Yeah, I don't think I could. You could. And I don't know. You could. It's fun. <laughs> but also then you feel old. You go out and you're like, I don't think I'm 30 something. And you go out and you're like, I'm definitely, that's definitely <laughs> old. And you're like, it is, say, it's 1130 y'all. Yeah. It's I felt like at 30-something the next morning. Oh, the worst. It takes me like four days to recover. I'm like, and I had like two drinks and they're usually like wine. <laughs> oh, I don't ever I'm so have glad two I'm drinks. not alone. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. So we deserve our hangovers. Yeah. She doesn't. I yeah. earn mine. But you can just give yourself an IV. I know. Oh, I know. I don't though. I just live dehydrated all the time. So. <laughs> oh my gosh, Make that's sure one thing I love. Your skin tighter. <laughs> right. You do look pretty good the next day. She does. Yeah. Right? You no, do. we all do. I don't. Dr- if you, you don't look a little dehydrated. No, I look so sad. You don't look dehydrated the next day? <laughs> you don't know the influencer <laughs> trick when you're on a vacation? You have to like drink the tequila the night before and take your bikini shot the next morning. Like first thing wow. in the morning. Yeah. I can't believe I never thought of that. Yeah. Oh, I do that. I get my photo out of the way. Yeah. Like when I'm in Mexico, I'm like, Kyle, Kyle, hurry up, wake up, take my photo. <laughs> I mean, 
Italians I need a margarita. So smart. <laughs> so and then the bloat, the chips, and everything could just go. <laughs> Come on, we all look good first thing in yeah. the morning. Yeah, I, I never even thought of that. Mm-hmm. Oh. Never even. Now on your chips, you're gonna be waking now, up. And now I'm gonna be, be like, uh, Stephen, it's five forty-five. Could you hop up? The sun's coming up. <laughs> Take my photo, please, while I suck in. And thank you, thank you. <laughs> oh gosh, um, Aaron, I love love reminiscing with you. We are making plans already. Aaron's birthday's next month. But <gasps> I'm I, there. I, but mm-hmm. before that, I really think that I need to go see. Where is the office? What's it called, and where? Profile is Beverly Hills, I and we are on wait, right wait. across from Soho House and Boa. Maybe you need to like give us a. What do they call them when people come in and you give them a, a look over? A discount? Oh, I'll take that, <laughs> I'll too. I'll take that. Uh, no, a look over. It consultation. Tell, yeah, consultation. Mm-hmm. Why don't you give us a consultation right now on just what could I use? I you want profound. Need... <laughs> I get pro- sure, I'm getting a little something here. You just, like my eyelids are starting yeah, to That's like a weird. Oh, then you need like a bluff where they, like, uh, they'll they cut your around your eyelids and like raise your eyelids a little bit. And it's nice. You, it Does really it hurt? Simple. It hurts for like a day. Everything hurts. We got lots of pain meds. You'll be fine. Oh, man. Yeah. But you can just can do you a little basic while you're awesome. at it. Just do right while you're asleep, just like so you can see and all of it. I need some Botox, little Botox, and I gotta get rid of this uh, under chin, guys. Mm. You can't see me here, but Aaron's looking at me from the side. It's not bad. It's really not. But how do I get rid of it? I mean, you could just lean forward. You don't need to do anything. (laughs) She's like, uh, it's like it's like a couple pounds. You would lose all of that. You don't need to. You don't need to have surgery for any of that. You don't need so to do I anything. You can also do some like. I'd rather have the surgery. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing you can do. It's like, it's just the way, you know. Just my body is. It's, but it's, you're fine. You're not uh, sagging yet. I tell you, you don't need a facelift yet. Girls are getting facelifts in their 30s now, though. So. No. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I've been facelifts like 35 year olds. Wow. I know. What does, is the does long that have term? A, I know. Does that have a time limit on it? Do they have to then get another one when they're 50 or 70? Yeah, you or, have like 10 years. And then you have to do it again? Mm hmm. 10 to 15 years. Wow. I know. I don't think I want to do that that often. No, but when you're <laughs> saying that, it's just that, that tiny little bit of insecurity that you have. And it's like if you have the money, you go in and you'll do that. But you don't need to. Like it's such a simple fix yeah, or whatever. You're right, Aaron. I don't. I'd simple. rather just have the extra glass of wine and the and just live with it. And the pizza like, and the ranch fine. and just call it a day. And fine with it. Yeah. That's most of my yeah. life. I'm like, I'm just gonna live with this. I'll just like lean forward, you know, like <laughs> like a bird. You can do like the neck exercises. <laughs> <laughs> they have like the jaw ones that you can do. Is there really? Yeah, there are. We send those to us when mm-hmm. we're done here. <laughs> yes. I'm like just like, move my head up extend, and down. Extend your jaw. Oh god, don't do that. <laughs> I know. I I know when you, I did your it. I know when I did it, I immediately thought uh, Deanna just made a face up. Most of you can probably think what it may have looked like when she tried to do a mouth exercise. I always told me when I was in high school, you would stretch up your head and say your vowels, A-E-I-O-U, but you would like, I, I can't do it out right now because now I know, now I know what it looks I like. I remember my vowels. You know, That's why they told you to do it. <laughs> Somebody does not help with homework at home, obviously. <laughs> We're not there yet. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, I had fun. I know. I think I laughed more today than I have in the last several days. I think I was so excited here to open up our episode to our friend because typically it's usually Jessica's friend who comes in or someone that I know who comes in. And today we were super excited to have someone that we both like jointly know, you know, it wasn't like I was getting to know you today. I know. I had so much fun. I am making an appointment to go see Erin if you'd like to come with me. over at stretching right now. Over at (laughs) Profiles Beverly Hills. That's really easy. That's mm-hmm. a great name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could do some Botox, I think. I want to get some laser. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I would totally do that. Like, But I want the whole thing. And then I'm like, I feel like this Aaron, is a great little staring at my baby vagina. <laughs> she doesn't care. Doesn't my care. vagina that has How I see so babies. many vaginas a week. I see, see? a lot. It's the last thing I yeah, like. But, aren't, like are, but when you see them, are you ever like, oh, man, it's totally like coming out from no. the inside out? No. Never. I never really. They're all so different. And also yeah. somebody could have never had kids and have the exact same thing. <gasps> oh. Yes. Now, now. Is that makes there, you feel better, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm asking for myself and before going. we end this. <laughs> is there a situation where you can also give your vagina a facelift? Oh, there are. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's like vaginal surgeries. You can like make it look pretty like a flower. <gasps> oh. Ooh. Wow. It's excited. Wow. It's pretty Would much I also could... have the excuse that I wouldn't have to have sex for a period of time? Yep. Oh, how long? Oh, like three months. Huh. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> she's signing up. <laughs> Sorry, send me the number. But then, but then after you get that, you know, because it makes it tighter and it mm-hmm. isn't like the orgasms, everything's supposed Everything. to be that much better. Mm-hmm. You're going to be having a lot more after the three months. Yeah, I will. So there you go. Yeah. I think we're going to profiles. Here we are. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> All right. On that note, I don't even know how to end this because now my mind's just going through uh, Deanna's vaginal vaginal. rejuvenation. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Um, I'm Jessica Hall. I'm Deanna Stagliano. And 
And thank you, Aaron Zering, for coming in. I mean, it is this is probably the longest episode we've done in so long, <laughs> just because we have all this catching up to do. But now I think you're going to be bombarded with Tiana and I trying to. I know, um, we didn't even give her enough alcohol. Oh, that's rude. I that's know rude. we're so rude. It's okay. We're going to go out. We next, have to have next you back. Her birthday. You're going to be like our our uh, routinely guest in here. She mm-hmm. can walk here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. See, we just keep going. All right. <laughs> all right. This is flashback. 